Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today we're going to set the stage for the next couple of podcasts. We're going to talk about our vision team and our counseling team. Let's hear about these amazing experiences and let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham Vivanco. And I am Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm the co-founder of Education Equals Hope and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. E equals H exists, everyone say it with me, to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. And the reason for this podcast is so that we can keep you, our dear listeners and supporters, informed of what is going on down here, the ministry activities, and everything else about the world of Equals H in Ecuador and the world. <laughs> Ecuador and the world. Yeah, we'll get to the world part. We're going to have an international update in a few episodes. But really, we just want to remind everyone that we cannot do this work without you. So thank you. The, we just want to keep you informed, mm-hmm. like Jorjito just said. So today's podcast is setting up the next three. <laughs> Way to work ahead. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, so we want to spend some time setting the scene of what you're going to hear over the next three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have some special guests. We love special guests. Yay. <laughs> Especially when they come to Ecuador. And that is really what this is about because they came to Ecuador. Yay, yay. That is a huge surprise and an amazing gift, right? And let's just take a moment and appreciate the gift that it is. It just is. a surprise. And I mean, we knew they were coming. We picked them up from the airport. It wasn't <laughs> that kind of surprise. <laughs> but that we can get to... That Ecuador is back at the point that it has international travel, that we can host teams, and that we can send teams into ministry sites. It is just a gift. So we are very, very thankful for that. Thankful for keto. Um, I probably have said this on a couple of podcasts, but keto, the population, the this here in the city is 80, 85% uh, vaccinated, which That's is incredible. Great. And uh-huh. the vaccine for the kids have been approved. Yeah. Um, so schools are being told that they can go back because all of Ecuadorian schools are still, yeah. as of today, we're recording this in the middle of November. As of today, all schools are still virtual. Yep. But starting next week, um, there is a six-week window through which the schools can can work out their own system to get back into presential classes. Mm, absolutely. And now a year and a half out, I was just having a, a conversation with um, an academician here yesterday talking about now they're really going to be, be able to see what the voids are, mm-hmm. what what which balls got dropped as everyone did their very best, all that they could to keep education moving forward. But we'll see what that reality is. Yep. So anyway, okay, so we're going to set the scene today. (laughs) Um, The first scene we're going to set is we had a vision team here October 20th to the 26th. Whoa. It was a lot of fun. And if y'all are listening, hi, we love you. We miss you. Um, But so a vision team, we've talked about this before, but we have another vision team coming up in February. So trying to plant that seed with anyone who would like to come. Jorjito, who comes on a vision team? Well, in a vision team comes people that are interested in the ministry, getting to know the ministry and how we do ministry down here, but also on people that are already connected in any way 
um, to the ministry as sponsors, as collaborators, as partners in ministry from other churches. There's a previous relationship going on. There, maybe there's some people that know you and Roberto, Cameron and Roberto, or knows um, one of our churches, church mm -hmm. members, you know, like anyway, there's a relationship um, there's a previous relationship, and there's also the purpose of getting to know more of that relationship into mm -hmm. ministry, mm -hmm. right? So there's people that are interested in coming down. There's also we equals age. It's not um, just Cameron and Jorge Luis. No, no, we no, have we Celeste. We are so much bigger. Celeste, we have and Celeste, John, and Caroline, and Roberto, and we have Chip, and we have other board members oh, and absolutely. our other the board bo members. Um, our board members are highly important for the life and existence of the ministry. Oh, my gosh, yes. So the vision team are also um, formed by people from the board that want to see, and most of them have already come here, uh, but it's different to just participate from the board from far away mm -hmm. than to come and mm -hmm. see those things and be able to bring that information back to the board so that they can keep on working and helping and supporting us the incredible way that they do. So what I'm hearing you say is that people who know absolutely nothing mm -hmm. and people who are intricately involved, absolutely. that whole spectrum of people are the people who come on vision teams. Yes. I also forgot church leaders because there's many people from new ministry sites or new churches in the States that, that are interested mm -hmm. um, in getting to partner in Equals H in any way, but they don't, they're not quite sure of how. So some of them say like, hey, I want to bring a team to Ecuador. But I don't know how Ecuador looks like. Let me go there, see mm -hmm. it, and then we can bring some people. Mm -hmm. So that's a good mm -hmm. option, too. If you are interested in bringing people and or a team and, um, of any kind, we would love to, for you to come see um, a vision team and experience what a team leaves down here um, and what they do, what are the activities, and getting to know a little bit of the of the action of Equals H. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's exactly who formed. We had 10 people mm -hmm. on this team. We had Chip and Celeste, our chairman Ooh. of the board and co-founder, and our executive director, which is always wonderful to have them in country. We had two other board members Ooh. and uh, a, a woman from who's the head of outreach at her church. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. Um, and then we had two brand new... They, all those people had been involved for a while. And yep. then we had two brand new people from St. Mary's in Florida. Woo, woo. And you'll get to hear from Julia Garcia. She's going to be our special guest on this next mm -hmm. podcast. So she's drinking from a water uh, fire hydrant when she comes down, like going from <laughs> zero. She and her husband had been a supporter for a year. But really, yep. unless you, you've seen and been here, it's, you don't. You don't have the full picture. And we are thrilled that people support us without ever coming Absolutely. down. That is just fine. And thank you, thank you, thank you. But when if when and if you're ready to take ministry to the new level, bless you, <laughs> then you have to. <laughs> uh, then coming down is just incredible. And then we had a donor who's been giving for years yep. and years who is connected to her oh. sponsor child and really wanted to come see him for the yeah. third time. I and mean, I would say incredible. It's, it's not just connected, it's committed to her student. Mm -hmm. So she, and we're talking about um, someone that it's already retired, I think, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just incredible to me to see how people are really just like very committed in order to say, I don't want just to give, I want to be part of it in a new way. And we have already talked about incredible ways of being part of this, even though you don't, you cannot come. Mm -hmm. But when you can come, it's also really cool to see. Absolutely. Um, and, and it's not enough to just come once and get to know the student, but 
it's necessary for this person to come back and see how they're actually doing. And, and you know, just like mm-hmm. the follow-up of that. Absolutely. It's just really, really cool. The last group of uh, people, there were two people from a business that is mm-hmm. committed to education equals hope. Highly committed. Oh, my gosh. EW <laughs> Process. Huge shout-outs to EW Process. Woo-hoo. And they have now, um, I'm not going to use the right word, but are somehow linked or joined or merged <laughs> or pick the verb that is correct with some uh, a company called The Lord Company in Fort Mill, South Carolina. And that company, EW Process, is committed to giving away I think it's 3% of their profits a year. And Equals H is one of those recipients. They do things in Fort Mill. They do things in South Carolina. They Mm -hmm. do things um, in the U.S. And they do things around the world. And a business, a business mindset. It's not a church. Mm -hmm. This is a Mm -hmm. business that is giving away its profits um, because that has been built into the culture of the company. Wow. It is incredible. And so the company pays for its employees to come down here to continue Mm -hmm. to catch the vision, see and hear what's going on, and knowing that their everyday work at their desk um, with pumps and filters and things like that, (laughs) uh, that is making a difference in hundreds of children's lives and education. Yeah. So um, if you're interested in figuring out how a company that you own or a company that you're connected to, how they uh, can do something like that, again, please reach out to us. We'd love, love, love to explore that with you. But so that's the who made up this vision team. Yep. And they were here. They arrived on a Thursday, and we had Friday, all day Friday. They live Thursday night. All, all Almost all flights come in at night. Yep. All day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, all day Monday, and all day Tuesday. They flew out. Tuesday night. Tuesday night, yes. Uh, and I'm looking at you like, wow, that, yeah, that is true. Yeah, that <laughs> is true. We lived that. Why am I confused? That is true. Um, and in that, each day we went to two different ministry sites. So when you come down on a vision, a work team, you're going to be in one or two sites for the whole week or 10 days that you're here. A vision team, you're going to go to a new site, two new sites every day. We want to show the breadth of the program. Yes. So in um, in a week's time, you're going to get to hear from Julia, and you're going to hear about some of the things that we did and her perspectives, what she saw, what she was challenged by, what she was encouraged by. Uh, but that is, that's our, our hope and goal. We wanted to give you that perspective of what was happening. If you would like to come on a vision team, our next vision team is scheduled for February 17th through the 22nd, February 17th through the 22nd. So, you know, just tuck those dates away. Um, and you can reach out to me at Cameron at educationwashope.org to say, hey, I'm interested. Could you send me a flyer? And we would be happy to do that. Now, it's not ideal mm-hmm. to have two teams overlap. We do that in the summer all the time because we're set up with all sorts of staff. Yeah. The difference is also that during summer, we have incredible interns that yes. help us to host those teams. Yes, yes. Out of and summer, we do, we, it, don't we do that on purpose during the summer. Of but course. throughout the rest of the year, we try not to have teams overlap. But for a number of reasons, we just needed to. <laughs> we just had so to. So this team, the vision team that we just said, left on a Tuesday. Yes. And another team came in the night before on the Monday. Yes. So you and Celeste had disappeared, and then Caroline <laughs> had to disappear, and John and I were like, yeah. okay, we got this. <laughs> um, but that was a second team that came in intentionally uh, during that week. Tell us about that team. Well, that team is um, what we call um, is a counseling team. This team, usually for mission teams, um, there's like 
one group of people from one church or one company, vision teams are like plugging people in from different places, right, mm -hmm. uh, in backgrounds. This, as a counseling team, is almost the same. The thing that they have in common is that they are experts and um, in some specifically a specific area of counseling, therapy, psychology, or even psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. You know, um, what we have realized at some point, I think it was like around 2018 or 19, maybe 18, mm -hmm. um, that uh, that we had a talk with Celeste and we said like, okay, we, we support people like um, Casa G and Casa A that are ministries uh, from Youth World that we belong to. And Casa G is a house for former street boys. And Casa A is a house for former girls that have for her for girls that have been um, involved into human trafficking or or sexual sex slavery, mm -hmm. different kind of things. So what we Coming realize out of is vulnerable situations. Yes, both of them. So what we have realized is that there's people taking care of of, of those students, of those um, boys and girls, and we wanted to support ministry talking to them. You know, we have already helped them with the finance support and all mm -hmm. that we covered for all of their educational. So uh, equals finances. H just a reminder, we get to provide a hundred percent of the educational budget yes. of both of those houses Yes, and help on, uh, on the other parts as we've had them on the show, um, the, the larger ministries, but in the houses, the people that are working 24 seven in the residential program, we cover all the academics, but like you're saying, that's, that's kind of what we can do. We can go up to that point. Yep. So I, I know that Celeste at some point was asking to the directors of both houses, what can we do for you? And that's when we realized that there was this incredible staff members that are taking care of the students all mm -hmm, the time, mm -hmm. but they are not receiving a lot. And of course, when you are given and given and given, there's a point where you just hit a wall and you don't know what to do with your life. Compassion so, fatigue is real. Exactly. So what we did is that we said like, okay, what we can, what can we do for them? We decided to, Celeste decided to actually Bless contact her. some of her friends that are involved in any kind of therapy. I'm saying any kind of therapy, but they're actually incredible therapists, mm -hmm. uh, incredible psychologists, and with, with a trajectory in helping others, in helping taking care of people or helping taking care of the of the um, caregivers, mm -hmm. you know? So what we decide is to form every October, well, before that, but in every October, we want to bring a team of counselors from mm -hmm. different backgrounds. We are now, thanks to Zoom, I think one of the things that I can thank the pandemic for is that we are more connected through Zoom and those things. And that pre-field, you guys did so much work connecting and planning and getting to know each other because we had one from California. Yes. One from Louisiana. One from D.C. area because they're about to go to China. Yes. As diplomats. I mean, from all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, fo that team formed, and what they had in common was that they're all mental health professionals, psychiatrists yes. and two psychologists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that Zoom, you guys worked hard. Yes. And what, what is highly important for us is that we start talking about this starting like around May. Mm -hmm. So that we know what first, who is coming, who's available to come, who's willing to come, but also what are the things that we're going to prepare for their time down here. You know, what can we do? Can we do workshops? Can we do retreats? That is what we did. We did a specific retreat with Casa G and Casa A people as a connecting moment, bonding, bonding moment for them, relaxing moment, but also very intentional moment where they can feel um, that someone is given to them. Now, 
Jorjito, I've heard you answer this question, so I'm just going to open the door for you to, to walk in. When we've talked about that for this this team, there has been some concern of why in the world would you bring counselors down from the United States? Have some of the staff that they're working with are English speakers. Some yep. of the staff are are only Spanish speakers. Yes. Why would you open a counseling experience for someone they're not going to see again? Yes. Well, the 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 that's a great great question, <laughs> uh, and the answer for that is that when we have a team coming down. That team brings the opportunity and pushes the local people that are already serving. Uh-huh. So what people coming down does is that they open the doors and push us to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason is that we're bringing counselors not to start a therapy process with anyone. Here, here. We are just bringing people that are um, a specialist in what they do and that are willing to share that with someone else. Also, I think something that is culturally um, very important to say is that sometimes when you, um, in a country like Ecuador, we have our our tendencies of psychologists, of psychology and all those things. Hearing the perspective from another country and people that have a trajectory and a huge career doing that is also pretty good so that we can learn from them. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the reasons why we bring this, you know, we, again, we don't start at the therapy or a counseling process with anyone. We just want to bring them so that they can first, of course, sponsor it and help to, to the find and support of the activities that we do down here mm-hmm. with them, like the retreats. It's highly important. We, we definitely need that kind of support. Um, and we also open this kind of topics. If we are talking, for example, about conflict resolution, and we realize that it's not just Casa G and Casa A that need to learn about it. We all, all of our ministry sites need to hear mm-hmm. about it too. Mm-hmm. So we open that kind of like opportunities to everyone down in, in Ecuador. So really it's just planting the seed. And mm-hmm. if someone needs a therapy process, yes. we're hoping that this opens their eyes and says, oh, I've got, I've got some work to do. Yes, And then the staff here... The full-time Second Chances and uh, Esme staff, mm-hmm. they they can then help their full-time people get into a, a therapy process. Yes. So we're not trying to, like, unearth their deepest, darkest Absolutely. secrets. We're just trying to give them tools. Like all of yes. Equals H, we're trying yes. to give tools to make people's lives better. Yeah, and that's part of the system that we form, the structure that we form before the team arrives in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. We have some talks with the ministry sites and hear what are the topics that they want to hear about, that they want to talk about. But we also talk to the directors of each ministry and say, what do you feel that you want to do with your people. Mm-hmm. And our people, our counseling team just helps to do that. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge um, system of support and communication already open so that we know what's going on with everyone else. And if someone wants or decides that needs um, more therapy or more counseling, we go back to the director and the director comes back to us. And then we keep talking about how can we make that happen mm-hmm. for someone from the t- from the staff members, you mm-hmm. know. But this this opportunity again is just up to opening the the doors and getting to be together and having some fellowship together and reconnecting with each other and reconnecting with the Lord. Are you trying to yeah. say that life's about relationships? Of course. <laughs> again, yes, I know. I'm sorry. I would just always go back to that. Well, it does. It always comes back to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the the reality that we get to walk alongside these ministry sites that our donors and supporters mm-hmm. are supporting 
kids who have come through some terrible, terrible situations, students that have come through. Yeah. And that, that trauma, secondary trauma is a real, real deal. When you're a caregiver and you're listening to trauma stories over and over and over again, that can start to traumatize you. Yes. And so we want to do everything we can to encircle these incredible ministries on the front line with the yeah. resources to to keep moving forward. Yeah. The only thing that I will add to that is that the traumatic thing is like the traumatic circumstance is one thing. Mm-hmm. The consequences of that are a different whole a whole different story, mm-hmm. um, which makes our caregivers aware of what they're going through, mm-hmm. but also aware that those things can be triggered at any point, mm-hmm. in any moment. Yeah. So the, these these boys and girls that have come out of those situations is not that is that's in the past. They are carrying in their backpack of feelings and emotions mm-hmm. all this heaviness, and and it can it can just like pop out and be triggered by anything and kind of like explode. Yeah. So we definitely want to take care of their of the staff the staff members so that mm-hmm. they can be strong and healthy. Sane enough. Sane enough to keep moving <laughs> to forward. To keep moving forward. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We focus on those two houses, those two programs, mm-hmm. because they're the ones dealing with the overt trauma, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But we also do want to support all of our ministry sites. We held a um, Chuck Coleman, who will be on the show in a, a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. He did a, a beautiful, beautiful workshop for all of our ministry sites. Um, and that was just incredible to get to offer someone of his caliber to this community and to hear the, the encouraging news. Like you don't often, I don't often think about psychiatry being encouraging, but it was really encouraging. Yeah. But we'll, we'll let that drop in a couple of weeks. Dr. Charles Coleman. Um, More than anything, dear listeners, thank you so much for being on this journey with us. Absolutely. Thank you for praying for us. Um, Again, this is mid-November, and we just finished our Christmas card matching. (laughs) Woo-woo! That was hours, days and hours and weeks of um, lots of intense... Trans- collecting Christmas cards, translating Christmas cards, <laughs> matching Christmas cards to matching students with their um, donors. If the same student and the same donor are still in the program, then they get to keep up with each other that way. And then we also make sure that all of our, our supporters for our Educational Hope here in Ecuador know how very much the students appreciate them and we appreciate them. Mm-hmm. So be looking for that in uh, in your mailbox uh, sometime in December. We've got to figure out how to get them to the States and then you know, get the right postage. I mean, it's a process. <laughs> but that's what we've been up to this week as we take a look back, setting up the stage for these interviews and that you'll hear over the next couple of weeks. We'll have Julia from the Vision Team, then we'll have Chuck, who was the psychiatrist who gave the workshop. And then we have Becky and Stephanie, who are going to share a little bit of their experience and their story counselors with this. So that sets up the next three weeks for you guys. Thanks so much for being with us. If you want to know more about Education Wills Hope, please go to educationwillshope.org. We have a new website that as always, we're still working out kinks because it's just the reality. But um, feel free to hit that Donate Now button and be a part of the ministry that you're hearing about. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for being part of what we do in A equals H. See you next time. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage www.educationequalshope.org or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.